This is the Fix It Show on WTMJ. Advice and opinions expressed during the program are solely that of the hosts or guests and not WTMJ Radio or Good Karma Brands Milwaukee, LLC. There's no such thing as no maintenance when it comes to your home. That's why we bring you the Fix It Show from 7 to 9 every Saturday. Get your questions ready for our expert home inspector, David Nason from Best Inspections. Here he is with his co-host, Dayton Kane. It's the Fix It Show on WTMJ. Look at that. July 22nd already. Yes. Happy morning to you. It is uh, the Fix It Show sponsored by Siding Unlimited and J&B Construction. And look who is in the studio. Yes, I'm back. Holy cow, how yeah, are you, David It has Nation? been a while. I'm good. I'm We've very got good. the whole gang. Isaac's back yeah, after right. a couple weeks, and you're here. Right. I've been here a while. I, yeah. I'll be gone next week, so today's the day. we right. got to celebrate. We're yeah. all together. So how was that last week? Everybody enjoyed Tom Faza? It was good, yeah. There. Tom's always a good, good it, to have on the show. It was nice to have him. It seems odd now that for a few years... I was filling in for Tom here and there. I'm like, oh, Tom Faza's show. I, you know, got to be careful. It's Tom's show, and now, several years into the show, I've been on just over three years, and Tom's filling in for me now. Yeah, so. yeah, it was nice of him to do that. Cool. He's retired. He had He's, no reason he had to, no, but no. he was like, yeah, I'll help you out, David. I mean, I haven't talked to him since, but I think he really enjoyed it. It was good for so, him because he knows Jason Fox and Eric Brown, and they were right. both on the show, so exactly. that was good. So, but, uh, Tom, yeah, it went well. Tom filled in me for me because I took probably our maybe our last planned family vacation with my family. If Rose Gray is the queen of probably international travel, she's right. been to all seven continents, all over the world and everything, which I will probably never do. Although, eh, it'd be fun to know. Maybe I'm like the Duke or the or the Earl, maybe of of traveling the United States. Uh, my family and I, we've been all fifty states. Okay, um, we did, that. and so this last week or uh, right after like July eighth or so, we rented a thirty five foot RV. Wow, this that was crazy, and drove out to Utah. I drove out to Utah. Okay. And we saw uh, Arches National Park, Bryce Canyon, Zion National Park. These these parks are just absolutely gorgeous. I was showing you some yeah, pictures of some nice. of the uh, hikes that we took and everything. It was very hot. The last day we were there it was like 105 degrees. Jeez. So it, I mean, it gets hot here too. But that, and it's not very humid. But it's just, it's almost like sticking your head in an oven. It's just, yeah, it's bet. hot and dry. But again, just beautiful, very beautiful uh, weather. Um, fortunately we did not have any, any issues. No first national time. lampoons type. No, no. Or, or Robin Williams RV. I don't yeah, know if you right. ever see yeah. that oh, one. Oh yeah, that's a good one too. <laughs> so first time we ever rented an RV, uh, had no issues, drove 3,500 miles. You didn't let miles. the boys drive it all, huh? Well, so we rent the way the, we rented it through RV share. It's okay. kind of like VRBO for oh, RVs. Really? So yeah, it's somebody's so, personal RV. Exactly. Somebody out in Waukesha, uh, the person we rented it from was great. I didn't know very, that was a thing. Uh, we just showed up on a Friday afternoon, took about an hour to walk through the whole thing and everything, showed us all how everything worked and handed me the keys. You know. So then did you just leave your car at their house or did you no, then drive back home no, and drive the car? my wife, Connie, we drove together. Okay, gotcha. I drove the RV home. She took our car home. Uh, we got on a Friday night before the show, and then we packed everything up. And then right after that show, that was that's why I was home that on the eighth doing the show remotely. So because uh, we finished packing up, and we were on the road by nine thirty that Saturday. So I just wanted to save the time. 
Um, That's traveling. Sweet. And I didn't know that was a thing. That's yeah. smart because how many people have these big Winnebago's, these yeah. RVs, and they just sit there and they use it twice a year, and right. then it sits there the rest of the right. time. So driving a thirty-five foot RV down the freeway really isn't too bad. This is a Class C motorhome, okay. so the front of it's like a van, okay. like a large van, like a moving truck. Yeah, basically. yeah. So that's pretty. But you got thirty-five feet behind you. <laughs> right. You're like, oh, hey, what are you doing back there? Had a rear view camera, so that helped and everything. But once you got into the mountains, that's a different story. I bet going through all the switchbacks and everything, going up and down. That so, yeah, that was a little. I ri- little I ripped hairy. the side off a U-Haul once on a <laughs> going around a pool at a hotel. There was an overhang, yeah. and I just <laughs> peeled it open like a can of tuna. Definitely something you have to yeah. really be aware of. So you don't want to rent me your RV, is what I'm saying. Uh, it's not mine, you know. So, <laughs> so, but anyways, it was a great trip. We saw a lot of stuff. Um, like I said, it's probably our last long driving trip. We're gonna from now on. We're gonna probably take vacations where we just go somewhere. Stop and plop. Yeah, yeah. I've never heard of that term, yeah. but but that's so, all. That's all so. our vacation. <laughs> no. Well, you know, it's it's fun to be able to see something and say, oh yeah, we've been there. Right. Right. We we haven't seen everything in the United States, but. When you get to all all fifty, you, you see quite a bit. So nice. Well, welcome back. Glad yeah, you made thanks. it safely, and uh, we have an open hour this hour. No all guests right. on the show, so the sky's the limit exactly. on the questions you can ask on the Fix It Show today. The Old National Bank Talk and Text Line is eight five five six one six one six twenty. Dayton Kane, David Nason, Isaac, our producer, we're all together today. So take advantage of it. Give us a call. It's Fix It Show on WTMJ. The Fix-It Show with Dayton Kane and David Nason on WTMJ. Rocking a little Kansas this morning. Yes. They're going to be at the Riverside Theater tonight, so make sure you check them out. Cool. I've seen Kansas three times, yeah, all by mistake. mistake. I yep. saw them once on purpose. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh, David Nason, Dayton Kane here. Love to hear from you. The old National Bank talking text line is 855-616-1620. We get, did get a text from Bruce that says, whose insurance covers the RV when someone other than the driver is driving it? Yeah. Well, so probably other than the owner's driving. Yeah. It's, so your insurance, your own auto insurance covers you for accidents that you have and the liability and things. But the um, RV share that we rented through, they have an insurance policy for the RV itself. So if there's something damage right. occurs to it or something. so Very similar to if you rented moving truck or right. any vehicle, basically. Exactly. So, so yeah, we did take that out. It made sense. But again, we didn't have any problems. And, you know, I, I have to say, in all the traveling that we've done, and we've and all to get to the forty eight states, we drove. I, mean, I drove. I drove all the. So I can say that I've driven a vehicle in all fifty <laughs> states. We rented a car in Alaska when we went there. Nice. We uh, did a um, a one week trip. We uh, had uh, Fox World Travel set up a one week uh, bus tour that we took back in twenty nineteen, and then we went to Hawaii last year, and I rented a jeep for that entire time. So, anyways. It really comes down to preparation. Anything you do, it, we make sure. I always took our car to the to our mechanic beforehand and said, "We're going on a trip. I'm driving out of state. Look at my car. Look it over. Make sure everything's good." the The guy we rented from, he actually owns a garage, so he's a mechanic. There so you go. He, you know, we, I was fairly confident that it's uh, it's all taken care of. So. We have, in all of our trips, like 15 trips, we have never had so much as a flat tire. 
Nice. No That's accidents. Crazy when no you think incidents. about it. Yeah. So, but it's being prepared, watching what you're doing. So, so you're saying in life you should be prepared and you should maintain things. So Is that, that translates what, to your home. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, I don't know if if people are listening to the morning show during the week. Adam Roberts uh, interviewed me for a a little story about the air quality that we have been seeing from the the fires and. One of the things we we hit on that Jason Fox talks about all the time, always change your furnace filter. Yeah. Because probably some people don't realize that your furnace filter is also your air conditioning filter. Right, right. Your furnace during the summer, it's not providing uh, providing heat, but the fan, the circulation fan inside your furnace is the same fan that's pushing the air through your house. So the air condenser outside is helping create the cool air, but the filter is still filtering the air in your house. So I saw one yesterday that was absolutely filthy. I'm fairly certain it was causing the furnace to start up and shut down short cycle because it was so right, dirty. Right. So got to clean out your, your filter. We do have a text filter. at 855-616-1620. Hello, Fix-It team, and welcome back, David. Not sure if David can answer this on the show, but we'll try it. If not, maybe a show can be done on this. I've noticed that there are some re- reputable contractors who are not licensed listed on Wisconsin DSPS showing trade credentials. Why would that be? Any idea? So the Department of Safety and Professional Services in the state of Wisconsin is the department that oversees anybody in Wisconsin that needs credentials or a license. So I have a license as a home inspector, um, hairstylist or in salons, they have a license, realtors have a license. And so we're all part of that department. Contractors, Siding Unlimited as a licensed contractor yep. will have a license through there. You have to... Uh, in this, in Wisconsin now, for a licensed contractor, you have to take, uh, or you have to have a they call it a um, uniform dwelling contractor license. So, and they have whoever has the license has to take like twenty hours a year of uh, continuing education to maintain okay. your license. The we've seen this with home inspectors. The DSPS is really backed up lately, or since really the COVID, and it's taken a while for them to update. So it's possible that somebody's just not gotten their, their credentials updated. Um, yeah. Wouldn't they have been on the site though still to yeah. say like, Hey, I, the, I've been kind like I've been in business for 20 years. Yeah. I've been on the, here. I wouldn't think they'd pull them yeah. off because they're not. I, I guess know. you got to ask know. the yeah. contractor if you're hiring a contractor and they're saying they're licensed, you ask can me. check them out, but ask them, ask, maybe ask to see. They should have license. a copy of the license. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, I carry one uh, on my laptop if somebody yeah, asks. Here yes. you go. I have one in my, I carry mine in my wallet, yep. uh, which is a little a card. So that's, you know, if they're not there, then they they may not be licensed. But in in Wisconsin, you have to have that license in order to take out a building permit. Right. So on your home, the only two people that can take out a permit would be a licensed contractor with the state or the homeowner. And it can't be uh, like a rental property that you own. If you don't live in the home, you can't take a permit out on it. You right, actually have right. to live in the home permanently in order to take a permit, building permit. So if it's a rental property, then you have to have a contractor then if you you're have, pulling a permit. Exactly. Interesting. I did not know that. Yeah. That's a new fact for me. So. Sure. Always learn something on yep. this show. That's why we yep. call it the Fix-It Show. And that's why we'd love to hear from you. Great question there. Thanks for 
texting that in. Yep. The Old National Bank talking text line, 855-616-1620. It is a Fix It Show on WTMJ. Like a user's manual on the radio, it's the Fix It Show on WTMJ. Music sounds better with you. This is not Rush, David. This is Big Time Rush. Big Time yep, Rush right, going to be rush. at the American uh, Family Amphitheater. Uh, that's a, like a little boy band that was on a TV show on like Nickelodeon or one of those but kind of They're not kids boys channel. anymore. No, now they're, we call them a man band. Man. That sounds weird. Yeah, but do, do they sound the same? I mean, if, uh, if that's from 10 years, 12, 13 yeah. years ago, yeah, roughly. That's about right. And they, you know, they got their pre, pre-puberty pre or adolescence, <laughs> you know, uh, voices. Music you know, is yeah. better with you. <laughs> right. I mean, really? I mean. Well, oh, now I want to go see the show. I had no desire to go see the show until you just said that. Now I want to go okay. see what happens. So, All right, let's get back okay. to fixing stuff. Sure. The Old National Bank Talk and Text Line, 855-616-1620. You can call that. You can text it. We do have a text that said, speaking of air filters, which we were doing right before the break, can you buy one that is so dense, not sure the right term, that air can't flow through it, or do you just buy the cheap, flimsy ones? Right. Like you were saying, that's the MERV rating on a, on a furnace filter. Yes. What, do you know what what's MERV stand for? We got to ask Jason. The yeah, next, next time, time he's on, in, we'll have to ask. You could Google it too. Yeah, I'm going to do that while you talk. <laughs> right. So, uh, yes, you can put one that has too high of a MERV rating, and so what it'll do is that it, as he said, the air can't, uh, not enough air can flow through it. So what ends up happening, the circulation fan that I was talking about, has to work too hard to pull the air through it. So the air. The furnace is actually pulling the air through the filter, not because the filter is before the fan. So it's not pushing right, air through right. it. It's pulling air through it. Try to clean it. it before it blows it out right. through the rest of the house. And so if it, it's kind of like if you had a really tight-fitting mask on and you're trying to breathe through that, so that, that fan is trying to pull the air through it, and if it can't pull enough air through it, the fan has to work harder. Now that fan will overheat and then there, are, as with many things, a furnace has safety features to it. So if it's working too hard and overheating, it'll shut down, and it'll cool off it a little bit. And then if the furnace, if the thermostat is still saying, "Hey, it's not cool enough," so it's still telling it, "Hey, we got to run," but the furnace is saying, "No, I'm too hot. I got to cool down." Right. As soon as it cools down, it'll start back up. So we call that short cycling. It'll run, get too hot, shut down, run, shut down, run, shut down. And that's not good for the furnace. So if you're having your furnace or your air conditioner doing that, yeah. you want to check your filter, right. basically. And, and that that can also be caused by a very dirty filter. Right. So right. your fil- your furnace might be the right one, or your filter might be the right type filter, but it's very dirty. It can do that as well. Minimum efficiency reporting values. So that's so what MERV stands MERV, for. So, it's yeah. crystal clear now. Yes. Totally understand right. what that means. So <laughs> it's it's basically a... Uh, a testing uh, standard for for the filter. Yeah. Uh, somebody just texted in and the answer you already answered. Yes. Can the dirty filter cause short cycling? Yes, yes it, it can. can. So right. Somebody on the other end of that text is a smart one. They right. know what they're doing. Exactly. So good question. We'd love to hear more. The old National Bank talk and text line is 855-616-1620. Before we jump over to Wyatt in the newsroom, I just want to thank you for bringing this in. Yes. I got, got some a nice swag. new level and a pint glass that says right. 40 years of five-star service at Current Electric. Electric. Current so. Electric. Uh, they've been on the show. A new, uh, new partner this year. Chuck Smith's been on here. They, they had, had a big had party the, yesterday. Had a 40th anniversary party nice. yesterday. Big birthday party. 
uh, out at their location in Wauwatosa. Great company, great people. Chuck's Chuck's amazing. Uh, and to hear his story that he that he gave a little speech uh, was was pretty pretty nice. heartfelt. The amount of people he had to thank was well. Was today a long is list. a summer leisure day. So I'm going to fill that up with some beer later that sure. you gave me a few weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, you uh, you're just hooking me up, man. <laughs> right. I got, I feel guilty now. All right, let's let's take a break. Uh, get your calls in, 855-616-1620. But Wyatt is here in the WTMJ Breaking News Center. Good morning. WTMJ's The Fix-It Show with David Nason and Dayton Kane. Keith Urban. He is awesome in concert. If yeah. you ever get a chance, which you could go see him tomorrow. He's going to be a Country Thunder in Twin Lakes. That's going on oh, this weekend. Uh, yeah, great that, performer. That, that Country Thunder always seems to attract thunder thunderstorms. <laughs> yeah, they, you know, they need to rename they've, it. They've had some Country storms. Sunny Day. Yeah, right. That's what they need to call it. Yeah, that's so going on this weekend. Jason Aldean well. is the headliner tonight. Keith Urban the headliner tomorrow. So yeah, I, I'm not not that I would call myself a country music fan, but some of these newer guys, it's a little more rock. There's a little more rock in their yeah. country. And Keith Urban especially, he's a yeah. great guitar player. Yeah. It's awesome. Oh, that's cool. And they put on a great show from what I right. have seen little clips of and everything. So 855-616-1620, the old National Bank talk and text sign. We do have a call. Let's go to Mike in Brookfield. Good morning, Mike. What's your question? Woo, I just hit puberty. Woo. <laughs> All right. How you doing, Mike? Hello. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh... Two weeks ago, we were leaving for vacation. We noticed a wet spot under the water heater. It's a power vent, five-year-old uh, hot water heater. And so we knew we didn't have time to change, fix it before we left. So we shut it off, shut off the water, shut off the power, and left. We came back. It had totally dried up. And so we turned it back on, turned on the power, turned on the water and all that. And it has not leaked since. Now, do we need to replace the water heater right away? It's five years old. Or was that a one-time thing? It looked like it was coming out of the bottom of it. So that that's what I was going to ask. If you could determine exactly where it was coming from. Was it coming from the tank? Or was it actually a drip coming out of that that tube on the side of the tank? That's called the temperature pressure relief valve down tube or drip tube. Sometimes look like. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say sometimes those can drip a little bit. That valve is there as a pressure release valve. Um, how many people raise your hand? Watched MythBusters. Remember that show? No. Those guys on uh, I remember the TLC show, but or something like that. It. They had a show once where they took that valve off. This is an emergency valve. They took that valve off, and they pumped it, and they built a little structure. They pumped the tank full of hot water, and they built up the pressure. It got to like 300 PSI or something, or maybe higher, and the tank blew up, and it shot up in the air like a rocket like through the roof of this little structure. So that valve is there to release pressure. And so if it just maybe spiked at high temperature or something and a little water maybe dribbled out of there. So what I would do is just kind of keep an eye on it. If it's working now, um, it, you know, I, it might've been just dripping out of that too, but if it's coming from underneath the tank it, and it's not happening again, uh, I guess I can't, we can't explain that, but you got to really know where the water's coming from. It looked like it was coming from underneath the tank. 
But like I said, it has not left a drop since. It okay. was just kind of one off. And it's working. We've got plenty of hot water. It's a mm-hmm. 50 gallon tank. If it's only five years and, old, I wouldn't uh, think it's rusted now. Yeah, like, right. So. Here's another thing you can do is um, I have one of these by my water heater because I have an older house and I don't have, well, I have a floor drain now. I added one. But anyways, I, what I suggest to some people, if they have a finished basement and if a water heater would leak it would and it would cause some damage to the finished area, is go to a hardware store and buy what's called a water alarm. They're battery operated about the size of a maybe bar of soap or something. And there's two different kinds. One's just... You put a 9-volt battery in it, and it's got two metal contacts on it. You set it on the floor, and it would set it where, if the floor is sloped a little bit, set it on the downslope side so the water would drain to it. As soon as the water crosses those two contacts, it goes off and sounds like a, a smoke alarm, basically. So that's the cheap version, about $10, $15. They have a more expensive one that's uh, Wi-Fi enabled, so that you, it does the same thing. However, you can have you can download an app on your phone and if there's any water on the floor around that and it goes off, it'll send an alert to your phone so you'll know that there's water on the floor there. I have two. I have one by my water heater and then one right below my main water valve. Again, because my house is really old, 1927, I just want to know if, if there's ever going to be any kind of, I've, you know, you have, usually have two shutoff valves, one on either side of the meter. The one on the house side is a newer ball valve, but on the other side, in my house, it's a really old right, valve right. that could have a tendency to leak. You could put so, one by your sump pump. Anywhere. Crock, yeah. You could, you could, that's interesting. I didn't know they made those. They make alarm. something for everything. Yes. Yep. So that's... Well, that, the, the puddle that was left or the wet spot was not a puddle. It was more just a wet spot, but it was substantial enough that we were concerned. Yeah. But it, it has not dripped or not left another spot since. Well, you're uh, paying you're paying attention to it. That's a good thing. That's what we talk about is maintaining your home, being aware of things, and uh, like I said, if you want to get that water alarm, if you're if you're out of the house um, a lot during the day, if not, you know, check it every day. It you know, water heaters can go that quickly. They typically don't, but they can fail that quickly. Uh, I would just uh, monitor it and uh, try to see where the water is actually exactly coming from, and that'll help you determine if it's a bad tank or not. Does it ever? Does it ever seal itself up if it's coming out of the bottom? Well, plumbing. If you look at at your plumbing pipes, especially older pipes, or if you have an old house and some pipes are galvanized, some are copper. Those two metals don't like each other. They make a galvanic reaction and they corrode things. And look at valves or things. It'll leak a little bit, and then the corrosion will seal up the the leak, and then it'll corrode a little more and leak, and then it'll seal it up, and then it'll. So it can that can happen. Uh, the corrosion it depends how hard your water is, uh, and that that can also um, contribute to that. Good. We replaced all the pipes in the basement with okay. a copper. Okay, and uh, so I don't think it's any galvanized uh, corrosion. Crud. Yeah. Did you have a plumber install the water heater? Uh, I'm not an official plumber. Her son-in-law <laughs> okay. does a lot of home remodeling. Okay. And Look. it has worked perfectly since. Okay. So. Look at the top of the tank where the two pipes go in. One goes in, one comes out. 
it's very common right. where you got the copper pipes, and then the plumber will use a what's called a nipple. It's a very short pipe with, that's threaded on both ends. The nipple that goes into the tank is a piece of galvanized pipe. They, it, they do it all the time. And so now you, the only piece of the galvanized piping you have in your whole system are right there at the top of the water heater, these, these two. And what they're supposed to do if they're doing that is to use a uh, um, – there's a type of union and drawing a blank on it. Uh, it's got a plastic washer in it. Gal, yeah, I can't think of it. We do have another text here. Dielectric oh. union. Yes, came to me. So We do have another text here. It okay. says, uh, tell them to put a pie pan underneath the relief valve standpipe yeah. and observe if any water runs into that. That's, so, that's the pipe that I'm right, talking about. So if about. you put a pie pan right there and that's full and it's not on the ground, you know it's coming from that yeah. pipe. So that's yeah. a good suggestion. Usually too. you'll see a little staining or maybe some corrosion at the bottom of that pipe too. Yeah. All right. Thanks for calling, Mike. We do need to take a break. Go ahead. Thank you. All right. Thanks thanks for calling. Have a great weekend. 855-616-1620, the old National Bank talking text line. It is a fix-it show. I have another uh, plumbing question coming up next on WTMJ. Call with your problem. We'll try to solve it. It's the fix-it show on WTMJ. This is an Isaac question. Who who's this one, Isaac? This is a guy named Petey. Petey? Petey, of course. Oh. I knew Petey. Is Petey coming to town? I wish. Because I, I need to see a guy named Petey. Yeah. Right? It is the Fix It Show, 855-616-1620, the old National Bank talk and text lines. So these water alarms, if you're going to put them in your basement, make sure everybody in the family knows that they're... Pretty much everybody knows about smoke alarms, right? Right. But if you're going to put something that's going to make some noise, make sure everybody knows that they're there so if they go off and you're not home... <laughs> yeah, but you can be alerted. Not that you're speaking from experience yeah, right. at all. So I have another plumbing question. So when we turn on one of our outside spigots to water our plants, whatever, right. the the pipe, remember the other week we had the whistling toilet? Yeah. We had the guy call with the whistling toilet. Right. Well, I got us like a squealing pipe. It just goes like through the whole house. What is that and how do I fix it? So you're probably not turning the faucet on... Full blast. Full blast. Right. So now you're restricting the water flow. So it's and trying to push its way through. Yeah, so we right. got to turn it on higher? Yeah. And then hmm. control the amount of flow with your okay. uh, the you know, the sprayer or something on the end. So so have it on full blast. See if that changes it. Okay. So every once in a while you hear a I'll be testing shower shower heads or faucets and then you hear the same thing, you know, shower head that's kind of schooling. Most likely there's some debris. If you take the shower head off, so turn your water off to the shower. You don't have to turn the water off to the house, but turn the shower faucet off and unscrew the, the shower head from the, the pipe that comes out of the wall. Right. Or if you have a handheld one, something, there should be a screen in there and just look to see if there's any debris. In most newer houses, there really shouldn't be anything because the pipes are either plastic, PEX, or CPVC, even copper. But if you have an older house, galvanized pipes... Years, you have an yep. older house, yep. and maybe they've re- replaced a lot of the pipes, but at least the water line coming into the house might be galvanized or or lead in some cases, or a really old house. You can get some debris in those those screens, and then that's restricting the water flow. Uh, also, most most uh, fittings or fixtures these days have a flow reducer in them. Try to try to help save water. Right, right. Don't I know. People tend to take those out because <laughs> they want more water in their shower, but I didn't tell you to do that. So, 
so that's probably what's happening. Turn the water on completely. Okay. At the, at the faucet. I'll try that when I go home today. Mm-hmm. Always something to try when I go home <laughs> sure, after this show. Right. The Old National Bank talking text line, 855-616-1620. One segment left before we're joined by Marshall from uh, Eight Abbey Windows and Exteriors. They're on next hour. So get your calls in about anything you want to talk about. We're here for you on WTMJ. WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI HD2 Milwaukee. From the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. More of your questions next. It's the Fix It Show on WTMJ. Good morning to you. Dayton and David here. Siding Unlimited and J&B Construction always sponsoring the show. We thank them for that. Is, uh, uh, it's all, is this the last Saturday? It's, or is there one more Saturday in July yet? One more. One more? Yeah. Okay, there's right. five Saturdays in July. Oh, my goodness. It's going by too fast. Yeah, you Summer, won't be I here. don't want to be. Yeah, I'll be gone. I'll actually be up at a cabin. It'll be mm. nice to get cool. away and, and not be here. Mm. <laughs> I love being here, but it'll be nice mm, not yeah. to be here. Let's go to the phones. Marlene uh, is in Milwaukee. Good morning, Marlene. What's your question? Good morning. My question is on my uh, faucet in the kitchen. The hot water comes out normal. The cold water has a very small stream. We know what it is. Now, I had a plumber here, and he couldn't solve the problem. He just kept saying, you should get a master plumber. <laughs> you need a master plumber. He suggested uh, first it might be the aerator. Aerator, yeah. No, no that yeah. wouldn't cause no. the hot to work and not yeah. the cold. So why is the hot working? You know, they both come out of the same uh, spout there. Yeah. So, so Marlene. he said, you know, you might want to try to get a new faucet, which we did, and the same problem exists. Hmm. So what I'm thinking is, so you got a hot and cold water supplies. If you, if you change your faucet, somebody probably turned the water off. But what I was thinking is maybe the cold water shut-off valve is either not open all the way or if you can... We did that. Okay. We tried that. But maybe it's blocked. I mean, you might be opening it all the way. That little flexible one under the sink, you mean? There's a shut-off valve. Yeah. Yeah. So even if you have it open all the way, there might Mm -hmm. still be a restriction. So what I was talking about where it can get in the little the aerator or something you can get debris in there you could have something in that valve yep. that's not that's restricting the water flow from the cold side that would be the best guess i would yeah. think when i think about the whole system where would it get blocked because it's at just a at the, it's just at that sink right it's not through the whole house no yeah, yeah. so I, that's it's just that's at be what that it is. sink and i ran into a plumber in the aisle i think at home depot and he said well, sometimes you got to blow out the pipes, or so. I yeah. don't know what he was That's, talking well, about. The, the valve, the yeah. shutoff valve. I would have a plumber come. He's right. You need a plumber come and check that valve. Because then you're going to have to shut side. down the water to the whole house. Right. When you yeah. take that valve off, water's going to come out. So yeah. be ready for that. There's a lot to it, but yeah, I think I think that's a good bet. Uh, so yeah, get that valve checked out and see how that does for you, Marlene. But thank you for the question. We appreciate you calling in. And that is going to do it for our number one of the Fix It Show. We right. do have Abby Windows and Exteriors on next. Marshall from uh, Abby is going to be on for her this week. So we'll uh, talk about everything on the outside right. of your house exactly. coming up next hour. You can always call us, 855-616-1620. We'll also check into the WTMJ Breaking News Center next as well.
This has been The Fix-It Show on WTMJ. Advice and opinions expressed during the program are solely that of the hosts or guests at Not WTMJ Radio or Good Karma Brands Milwaukee, LLC.